Welcome to Chapter 2 of HealthSystemCIO.com's interview with Kent Gale, founder and chairman of Class Enterprises. In this segment, Gale talks about why his team decided to take on interoperability and what they quickly learned. The partnership with Chime that will explore security, an equally emotional topic, and what it has meant to see Class evolve and become an industry leader. HealthSystemCIO.com podcasts are sponsored by Improvada, the healthcare IT security company ranked number one by class for secure messaging and single sign-on. For more information, visit their website at Improvada.com. As far as getting the ideas for what topics to cover in reports, I'm sure you have you know, a never-ending stream of ideas, but is there, is there any specific method you use for that, for, you know, we're going to tackle this next? Yes, actually, obviously, the stream of data that comes in, I mean, it's, it's almost overwhelming because you could be, I mean, it is overwhelming. We could be asked to do all kinds of things. So we have an advisory board. In fact, we have three of them. Our main advisory board is made up of executives in the industry that give us guidance around this space. We also have a medical equipment, medical imaging advisory board. When you when it looks to the imaging space, it, it tends to have its own specialty area. And then we have an international advisory board because we, based upon the fact that the U.S. is a, is the font of a lot of what happens, of the knowledge that goes out in the world, they want to know how the vendors are performing here and how that ties to internationally. And so we have an international board. And these executives volunteered to direct us and to critique us, and and it's just fascinating and, and wonderful to, to work with these great individuals as they tell us what, what they think we ought to be doing. Right. Now, in, in the recent months, and maybe a little longer, class has taken up interoperability with, uh, with the summit and the reports, and obviously this is, this is a really hot topic in the industry, but what, what was it that, that made you want to focus on this in particular? I think it's a great subject as you bring it up. Connecting different IT systems in and of itself is just really hard yeah. because there are so many nuances around our own health, and, and you or I don't want to be have our health damaged. We don't want to physically be damaged by bad information moving around or by the lack of information. And so I, I think it's interesting because out in the industry, there was a lot of misinformation about what was going on. I mean, there were vendors who would aggressively attack other vendors for what would appear to be a lack of passion or intensity or integrity around sharing. And behind the scenes, we, had, we already knew that most of the vendors literally had to share with each other. They had customers who said, I'll sign a contract with you if you'll connect with our competitor down the street. And you have to connect to your IT competitor. And so as contracts were signed, most of these solutions were in place, but they were all custom. And so some of the vendors started to reach out in ways of doing it on a more standardized basis. And that was working to some degree. But what was really going on was not clear. And so as we went out and interviewed 250-plus organizations, it became apparent what vendors really have a passion and an appetite for this, which ones don't. Uh, the, the big players really have to share with each other, and the better they share with each other, the higher, the quicker the standard gets up to a level that everybody can follow. And if uh, if the four biggest vendors literally shared aggressively with each other, that standard would be the standard, and everybody'd have to map to it. So there was just a lot of energy around. Let's start getting this right, and so the government doesn't have to come in and tell us what to do. And certainly it would be wonderful if some wizard came out and said this is the standard. 
And when you get something like ICD-10, you end up with a standard that really causes some people grief because yeah. the standard isn't adaptable to the extent it needs to be to their individual business. So uh, I just feel like a standard needs to be operationally pure, and that needs to start come from the inside out. It can't be superimposed by an outside party. And that's what we see happening now with these uh, vendors getting together. Yeah. Now, in speaking with the vendors and then in, in uh, watching what, what went on at the summit, was, was there anything in particular that stands out that, that really surprised you when it comes to, to interoperability and, and the vendors' interactions with each other? Well, it, for anyone who sat in the room and watched the 11 biggest, if you would, probably most prominent players, first off, was the angst between the vendors as to who was really going to show up. Uh, because if one CEO of a large corporation showed up and the other one didn't, what what message did that give? Did it say that one CEO got duped into coming and the other was smart enough not to show up? Or yeah. was it that one did show up and the other one wasn't smart enough to show up? And and it was just it was it was fascinating to watch the energy around who whether so and so is going to come or not. And it turned out that virtually all of those that really played a role in the industry showed up. There was one CEO that I was incredibly disappointed that opted out at the last uh, week or two. And, mo and literally all of these CEOs ha had to tell us right at the beginning if they were going to come or not. Yeah. And then they got to test their own integrity to see if they showed up. Because to sign up and say we're coming to the summit, the CEO had to say I will personally be there or we wouldn't let them come. And when they said I will be there and then in the last week or two they were talking about potentially not coming, that was, that made my heart hurt to, to mm -hmm. see, you know, what kind of integrity is this, yeah. you know, and so it was, it was really amazing to watch them show up and debate and step up to wanting to get this right. There were several that came, showed up, said things, but really their heart wasn't in it. They were just going to let other people arm wrestle and then they'd ride along on the wave. Hmm. That's really fascinating because it would seem obvious, at least from the outside perspective, that the one thing that needs to happen is more communication, but actually getting that, getting that, facilitating that is no easy feat. Well, there's emotions involved, and when you have people's emotions, yeah. they act either irrationally or uh, in a way that's not, not as effective, and most of those who came got past that barrier and were really engaged and, and serious about getting this solved. And that was refreshing. It was exciting. And I was grateful that they had the courage to do that. Yeah. And it's going to be really interesting to see how, how things keep progressing. And um, there's going to be another summit coming up, right? Yes. In fact, we've, we're into the – the summit produced a new questionnaire that's going to go deeper than ever. And we're going to do about double the number of interviews this year as last because the vendors said they wanted a bigger N, which we agreed. It's all a, it's all a matter of resource when it comes to doing something like this. And so we jumped into that, and in the in the fall we're going to have, instead of calling it a summit, it's going to be a cornerstone because at this point we're going to look at where we are and uh, potentially just as we go into next year on interoperability, as we come up with a report for this year, we're going to have a major uh, discussion around it. And it is not going to be the CEOs in the room. It's going to be their second person down, if you would, that's mm -hmm. operationally making this work. There's some things that are great for the CEO to give commitment to, and then the rest of it's really getting it 
getting their butts in gear and getting it done. And that's mm-hmm. the group that's going to show up in the cornerstone. Right. Okay. And another a topic that you had mentioned as being really big right now um, is security. And uh, I'm sure that it's been really fascinating for you guys to hear just some of the perspectives from, from the users and to, uh, to really listen to, to their fears, which, uh, you know, are understandable. Yes. The energy level is incredibly high. And to have rogue, uh, oh, bandits, if you would, hold hospitals hostage with their data to, to get blackmail. I mean, the world's never heard of this electronically mm-hmm. as publicly as it is today. So that throws a wrench in the whole thing. And we have partnered with Chime to do a deep dive for the next uh, eight or nine months together on flushing out some of the most important things to know about the vendors playing in this space and the consultants. And we've got this underway. Uh, it's going to be exciting. It will rival interoperability for, for emotion, if you, if you would, mm. uh, because of the damage it can do to an organization if there's a breach. Yeah. So I'm sure that um, from your perspective, it's been, it's been really interesting to see, you know, how this industry has changed and evolved and, you know, in, in many ways, um, for the better, but uh, I'm sure it's, it's been a heck of a ride. <laughs> well, it is, and it's all people. You know, this, our, our lives are made up of people and how we treat them with respect, love, kindness, and gain trust with each other, or we don't, and then it becomes super ineffective when we're trying to operate with people or work with people we don't trust. We have all kinds of rules we set, boundaries. It slows everything down. And uh, it's just uh, wonderful to see vendors who have pure intent really get the job done and their customers know and believe in them versus having to report on vendors who don't and the customers are trying to understand why and and what options do they have and what vendors are and what ones aren't. So there's a lot of opportunity for class to, to bring value. There's opportunity for class to get better. We look for great criticism of what we're doing so we can uh, critique, if you would, that would help us get better. And, and that's kind of exciting. And around security, we don't want to screw up and mislead people. So we're trying to learn as fast as the market as we go out and ask the questions around security. And when you think about the early days and what, you, what the founders had originally envisioned, do you think you could have uh, imagined you know, things going this way for the company and really be thriving you know, after all this time? You know, Kate, this, this is so much different than what I ever expected. I anticipated there'd be 10 of us in kind of a big open room with a kind of gentle music playing and cubicles, and we would have calls, and we'd high-five each other when we found great information, and yeah. we'd put together these wonderful reports, and all of a sudden, you know, had corporate jets flying into the Provo airport, and <laughs> executives were coming and riding up in a limousine and, and coming up to either try to get rid of us or learn from us. One of the two was the early on conversations and uh, I just remember when one group from Philadelphia came and they said they had seven attorneys in Philadelphia that were figuring out how to sue us out of business and it was just fascinating to think back and emotionally how that felt when uh, when we knew we were being threatened and and how much better it feels today being accepted by the industry and providers excited to have us in the in the in the mix so back then I had no idea that we'd ever have these senior executives from these industry giants come together in uh, the mountains of Utah and discuss interoperability or magical thinking or uh, as we go into this year it's going to be population health that's what our summit's going to be about in October of this year we'll be 
CEOs from pop health companies getting together and having a conversation about really delivering real stuff. <laughs> and uh, and many, many flying in. I just remember when one of the vendors flew into the Heber City Airport for the summit last time, and, and I was just wowed by the fact that uh, this was of that level, that there, that there would be that interest and commitment to making it happen. Yeah. Plus, I'm kind of a country bumpkin I was never the superstar student or anything, and, and to be able to rub shoulders with these brilliant people has just been a great blessing and a cool thing. Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com podcast.